Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Church Talks. I've got a couple of friends here that um, I know for very, like, odd reasons. Which, if you know me, you know that there's really no such thing as an odd reason to know me. Um, so I've got Tommy Joe, also known as TJ, and Rachel that are here. So say hey. Hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you guys are listening and you don't know who they are, let me go ahead and tell you. These are the funnest blondes and redheads you will ever meet. Um, or I should say blonde and redhead. <laughs> like, you're not both. But man, y'all are the best. And so um, it may be easier for me to, like, say, like, Rachel, you answer first. Or Tommy Joe, you answer first. Because otherwise, if I just ask an open-ended question, y'all are going to be wondering, like, okay, so who speaks first? Well, Rachel first? would probably just go first. This yeah. is probably true. <laughs> Traditionally, I just take it and run with it. And I'm okay with that. All right. So, Rachel, I'll ask you first. So, I want both of you to just say your name, your age, your favorite meal, and your favorite outfit, and how you know Mm. me. All right. Let me see if I can remember all these things at one time. My name is Rachel (laughs) Nanny. I am 31 years old, even though I don't look like it. And right. <laughs> my favorite meal, hmm, ooh, is a big juicy fat ribeye. Mm. And <laughs> wait, how do you want it cooked? Medium rare. Heck yeah! All right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And extra seasoned. No, no steak sauce needed if it's done mm. right. <laughs> I'm, I'm clapping for you. Amen. Right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And my favorite outfit is anything that I can dress up in and wear my stilettos and (laughs) just own the room because that's the confidence in me. I'm the main character in my life Mm -hmm. other Mm -hmm. than Jesus. (laughs) And how I know you. (laughs) So this is a funny story for everyone listening. Tommy Joe was like, Fan Garland over Catherine Church <laughs> a couple so years ago. Stupid. I'm going to embarrass Tommy J right now, but she'll forgive me. So something happened where Catherine was coming to speak at our church for something. I don't remember what it was. And I was like, I don't know who this girl is, but okay, whatever. She's got to be like decent, I guess. So then <laughs> I hear you doing your whole thing and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. This is the coolest girl ever. Like, I love it. <laughs> and, so, and then Tommy Joe just like on a whim gets some balls and was like, hey, you want to come to my house? <laughs> and it, I was like, I can't believe you just did that. I'm so proud me of you. Either. She's like, I don't know me either. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah, and that's that's how it started. Okay. I, I can't wait to hear Tommy Joe's take on this. All right, so Tommy Joe, same <laughs> questions. Your name, your age, your favorite meal and outfit, and then how you know me. Okay, so my name is TJ. I am 32, and my favorite meal is uh, candy and a Dr. Pepper. And <laughs> Wait, what candy? Just anything. <laughs> like anything? Like chocolate, like Snickers or something like that. Do you like dark chocolate? No. <gasps> okay. Fine. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. Continue. And my favorite outfit is anything probably black. I feel the most comfortable in black, especially leather. That's my favorite. Um, and how I know Catherine is you spoke at a women's conference, I believe. And I wasn't there, but everybody was talking about you were there, right? Uh, which one? It was at um, that Gentleman's Ridge. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It was some type of conference, and um, everybody was talking about like how good you were. So I started following you on Facebook and like watching your videos and stuff like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, this girl is awesome! Like she's so real. And so when you came to speak at church, um, like the whole time, like because you were, you know, very much like church outside the walls, and. Mm-hmm. I had, like, friends that I wanted to, like, I'm, like, can you, like, do this again? Like, I just need them to hear you say this, you know, that are scared to go to church or whatever. And 
yeah, I don't know. Like that was definitely not me that walked up to you like, again here. And you're like, let's do it somewhere more comfortable if they're not comfortable coming here. I was like, okay. And yeah, it was the craziest thing I've probably ever done in my life, but here we are. So man, well, you might say crazy, which I, I love crazy. I mean, I, I've, I live for crazy, but I would say that's one of the bravest things yeah. that I've ever seen somebody do because I didn't know you <laughs> like at all. And you came up and you asked for a picture with me and I'm like, what yes. the heck? But I had no idea that you knew of me, nothing. Like apparently you just heard of me from somebody else. And, uh, and so when you asked that, I was just like, are you serious? Like, but <laughs> you were I mean, in my eyes, like. It, that's ridiculous. That's so ridiculous to me. But I'm thinking like, okay, so you said there are people in your life that may not ever step foot in a church building because of church hurt, or they have questions about God. They don't believe in God. Um, you know, they feel like maybe they've been let down by God or, you know, whatever. And I'm thinking one, I love this girl already because she's got people in her life that don't, like fit in a category of a church bubble. Right. And I love that because there are so many people that like the church friends or, you know, their, their, their church culture is like, that's all their friends. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like she's got friends that don't even profess Jesus. This is great. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't live in Danville. Um, and I think you live in Chatham. Yep. And for people who are not familiar with that, like I was probably 30 to 45 minutes from home. And so I went home after church that day and then I drove back like an hour um, to Chatham that night and had no idea what I was walking into. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's just, it's so crazy to think about it now. And Rachel, you were in the room, I believe. I was, I was there. You were in the room and you are (laughs) not, you were not the person now that I know you to be, or you, you were not then who I know you to be now. Oh, and yeah, it, no, absolutely not. Like, it is wild. And I'm still Facebook friends, I think, with everybody that I met in that room that, like, mm-hmm. that we kind of connected. And that was one of the coolest and most <laughs> surreal moments I have ever had in that living room. I'll where One of the coolest I, I've ever experienced. Like, it was awesome. I don't even know. Like, y'all tell me your perspective of what happened that night, because this is the kind of thing that I live for. That is just like, it is outside of the margins or I, I should, I should say it's outside of the church walls. Like you said, time and Joe, but like it's in the margins of, if you check all these boxes or maybe there are all these boxes to check and you don't fit them. And there's this bottom box that says other. And I'm like, I check the other box like all the time. And so y'all tell me what your perspective was from that night. Like, what did you expect going into it? What happened that you were like, oh, my gosh, this is wild. Like, y'all tell me. Well, it was interesting because we were, like, envisioning, like, being on the back deck and, like, you know, having music outside and all that stuff. And it was cold. I wasn't trying to sit out there. (laughs) So (laughs) we were like, we're just going wing it and see what happens so we're like just all kind of gathered in the living room but it's it's cool because Tommy Joe's like the the glue that like everyone sticks together through like she's the main component mm-hmm. um and so like without her I don't to be honest none of us would be connected right um and so that was really cool and so she just got everyone she could think of she's like oh my god Catherine Church is coming here. It's been really cool. <laughs> and I mean, literally, we, she texted y'all like that day, right? Yeah. Like uh, that afternoon. And then somehow got, I mean, it was probably 10 women in her house with kids. There were kids in the house. Like, uh, how cool is that? <laughs> that TJ can just send a text and then everybody fills her house up in like three hours. I mean, I was, it was crazy. <laughs> like, it was definitely one of like the coolest experiences, especially like how it was completely out of my comfort zone to walk up to anybody, you know, like that. And for you to actually like just how it happened, everybody getting together. And these are people that I talk to like on a daily and Mm -hmm. everybody shared something like literally every person there. And these are people that I've been friends with 
for 10 plus years. Um, everybody shared something, including myself, that we didn't all know. And I didn't know, all, you know, from them that I'm like so close to. Like, I think that was probably my biggest thing. I was, you know, I, I still think about that. Like, I would have never known that this person felt that way. Um, and I think about that, you know, still. Um, and I think that was definitely what I took from it was just being in that moment and everybody truly sharing their heart deeper than just everyday conversation. Even when we've had tough conversations, things that haven't been brought up and they just felt so much, like Rachel said, these are people that don't normally talk to each other and they felt that comfortable <laughs> in that space to share those things. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, so Rachel, what was what was your take on that on that night? I just thought it was really cool because even though it was like like the anticipation of not knowing like what was happening, it was Don't also you love that? yeah. But it was also like those are the best things because you just kind of like wing it and yeah. play, you know, just roll with it, and like we were just all. Eve, I'm not going to name names, but like some of the one in particular was very raw. We were all very raw, but mm-hmm. one of them, I was just like so shocked. I'm like, you know, because she hadn't been going to a lot of them, several of them hadn't been going to church and stuff like that. Like we were all on so many different levels and um, it was just really cool. Like, Hey, we don't have to, you don't have to go to church with a steeple to be a Christian, like we can Mm -hmm. go and have these things and like minister to each other. And our job is ultimately to bring each other closer to God. So that was just really cool how that all worked out organically. I have told so many people about this scenario, (laughs) like in my (laughs) life, I I kid you not. Like I swear it's one of the most real like God Mm -hmm. moments that I've ever had because it was so spontaneous and it was so genuine. And like, to me, that's kind of what the church is, is it's just like, you know, you read the book of Acts and they met together in homes and they broke bread together. They sang, they read scripture, they encouraged, they edified each other. And I'm like, literally all of those things happened in that room. Like TJ, your house is anointed. Like that thing well, is blessed. I mean, I don't even know. I'm pretty sure we had some snacks, but then we also had like some bottles of wine. Like I was, I was all for that. I was like, dude, this is such a way to like, like break the the barriers to where you know what? Sometimes like Jesus turned water into wine. There ain't no problem with that. Like sometimes it takes somebody to have a glass or two of wine to kind of just like. Open up. <laughs> yeah, like just to kind of like chill out for a little bit. And like, yeah, I, just, I loved that. And so, I mean, I don't know if I've ever, I think I've probably thanked you a few times. Like, but thank you so thank much, you. Tommy Joe, for doing that. <laughs> and it has obviously had a ripple effect um, on, you know, I, I still am in contact with some of the girls on Facebook, but Rachel, I mean, you now, from what I knew you then, like, I remember you sitting across from me on the couch. And to see you now, like, serving at Compassion and serving in youth ministry, I'm like, this is the girl that was sitting on the couch that night? And that was, that was what, two years ago? Like, yeah. crazy. So what, like, what did that night, like, how did that start to, like, change things of who you are now? Tommy, I'll let Tommy just say whatever she was trying to say. I said, <laughs> can't believe it's been two years like oh uh, yeah <laughs> it was the last Sunday of 2020 if I yeah. remember correctly yeah yeah what a way to close out the year man <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was so wild so I, I actually love that you even though you met me briefly for that night but you still got such a look into who I was then and now you see who I am now Crazy. and there's not there's not many people that have actually witnessed that. Like, um, uh, so this is something that's going to come up later because I'm speaking at the well in March, but (laughs) it's just really cool because Tommy Joe has always described me as an onion 
where I've just got so many layers to me. Mm-hmm. And I only show like certain people the real me and then everybody else only sees what I want them to see. Yeah. And yeah. So, which is most people, right? <laughs> I guess. But I don't know what it I feel like it's more I feel like, like I just she like put together do I really want to approach her because she is so put together, but deep down she's like this big goofball that's really quirky and things like that that would be so insecure to like show everybody but I -hmm. think it's the best part of her yeah yeah that's a good way to describe it because that's honestly how it like I act so stupid people think something's wrong with me some a lot of the time (laughs) but that is one cool thing about you volunteering with the youth group is you're more comfortable sharing that and it's like becoming a little by little more of you being comfortable, like showing that to other people as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's really so helped. Why, why, why youth? Why teenagers? Well, so this is kind of part of my, like, I did a tithing testimony for the church, like a little video for them. And so let me explain this. Um, Cause it's really cool how it all happened. God put the domino pieces together and it just was phenomenal. So basically I'll give you the short version. So uh, (laughs) there was um, earlier last year, say January through March or Mm -hmm. something like that. I wasn't going to church um, and I wasn't tithing. Like I was watching it online or something, but I wasn't as active for some reason. And it wasn't COVID restrictions. I had no excuse. I was just being stupid and had, you know, one foot in the door and of Jesus and one foot in the door of, I want to party. I'm so young. I live my best life. Okay. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, Anyways, I skipped out on tithing, and I had been a really good tither, and anyway, it didn't sit right with me that I, like, still had the money, like, it was God's money, it wasn't mine to keep for myself, and so I kind of prayed over the money, and was like, hey, God, what do you want me to do with this, and it ended up being a good chunk, next thing I know, um, the youth group was getting ready to go on a missions trip, and they had something in the lobby where you could sponsor a kid. You know, mm-hmm. and try to get all the money for their missions trip. So I ended up going to Katie and I was like, hey, this, I have this much money for you guys. And it ended up being a good amount of what they needed. I mean, it wasn't the whole thing, but it was a lot for them. And so that was just really cool. And then I was just so excited. I couldn't wait for them to get back. And so I could see all their photos and stuff. And I was kind of stalking them on Facebook. Um, so I could see their videos and all the cool stuff that they were doing and I had FOMO and then they got back and saw this, they showed this whole like, um, video and photos and stuff from everything they did. And so God was telling me during church, um, cause we're tight like that. Like he talks to me and he was like, all right, Rachel, you're like, he's like, your tithing's good, but now I need you to actually do more. Like, you got to do something now. Because I thought tithing and financial stuff was my gift, but not that I, like, came for money. I 100% by all means did not come for money. Um, Quite the opposite. But anyways, Jesus has blessed me since I've been listening to him and following what he wants me to do with my life. And so... Anyways, so I go to Katie after they got back from their mission trip, and I was like, um, I think I would really like to start helping out with the youth group. I was like, well, you have me, and I started, like, crying, and she's like, of course, and I was just basically the, okay, to answer your question, uh, <laughs> the youth is because like when I was their age I didn't have someone that was walking with God or at least trying to I'm trying not to put myself on a pedestal because I still got work to do but yes so 
I just didn't have anyone like that. I was hanging out with the older kids that were like drinking and like playing around with drugs and parties, like everything opposite of God. Right. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, there's no way that I went through all that crap and made all those mistakes for nothing. Like that's like, I went through all that so I can help maybe guide some of these girls in the right direction like hey this is a mistake I made like let's learn from that of course they're going to make their own mistakes but I just want to be like that that light or that person that they can go to if they find themselves in a situation but also someone that's going to try to you know show them the right way to go I guess oh yeah um but yeah they just really helped me like too because I kind of lost myself for a little bit which is probably part of the the Rachel that you met two years ago um and I definitely since July is when I started that I started helping the youth the day after my 31st birthday and ever since then like just so many things have happened and it's just been really cool so so So, Tommy Joe, uh-huh. do you prefer to be called TJ or yeah. Tommy Joe? TJ. TJ, okay. So, how, like, how do you know Rachel? We met in cosmetology school in high school. Okay, so you've known her for a good bit, like almost half your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so you've probably seen some some highs, lows, in between or whatever. Like, and I'm assuming you're very proud of her and where she is. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. So, but also, it's like at the same time, like you have your own story of what's going on with you because your life has not been all peaches and cream either. And, you know, and I'm hearing like, you know, Rachel in the last couple of years of her life and how much transformation there's been. And then it kind of started from a snowball of an invitation that you had like to your home that day. But then I'm thinking, okay, so what has the last couple years of your life looked like? Like, what have the last 10 years of your life looked like? Because you got, I mean, how many kids do you have now? Four? Four. Four, and you got two twins yep. that are what? How old are they now? Two? One? They're, two? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you can tell as much or as little, because I, I, I know quite a bit, and I am not going to try to tell your story at all. But I want to for you to share as much as you can to give people a glimpse into the last, we'll say like five to 10 years of your life and what your life looks like now. Um, so yeah, go, go with that. Well, the last five to 10 years of my life is still a work in progress. Um, but I have four children, obviously 13 year old, eight year old and two one year old twins. So life is obviously hectic. Um, but the last five years I've also been battling with my husband's addiction. I'm not an addict, but loving an addict is, is hard. Um, but I was actually Mm -hmm. talking to someone today and it's kind of like this thought that I've had in my head, but I actually like said it out loud today and it didn't like, I guess, sound as crazy as I thought it did, but I am so like, I'm, I'm thankful for his addiction because had I not had to go through all this, I wouldn't have done all the recovery and work on myself that I needed to do. And I'm still in recovery. Um, but like things that I dealt with as a child and like childhood trauma and things like that. And when I became a believer, I, you know, was believing in God and learning what I could and reading the Bible and doing all the things, but I wasn't like, picking the weeds from my heart um, of things that I, I'm definitely like a freeze person and bury them. And you keep going and you keep trucking. Um, but it was through all of that, that I was able to do work on myself that, that needed to be done so that I could fulfill my purpose with God. And also to like have a deeper and in, more intimate relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And through all of this, I've, you know, I've learned a lot about myself and gained confidence in myself um, and my parenting. Like everything is so much more deeper. And 
I, I look at people and their situations so much differently now than I like ever would have. Like I see things so much deeper and just, you know, it just like really opened my eyes to we're all dealing with things. We're all battling something. And instead of like, Oh my gosh, that person's going through that. Like, well, what can I do for them? Or what is the reason behind? Like, can I help them or whatever the case may be? So like I said, still a work in progress, Mm -hmm. Uh, still like in recovery. And it's always like, you know, it just gets deeper. And um, so I know that sounds crazy, um, but I am thankful for the journey that I've had to walk um, to get to where I am. I don't know how you do it. Like, it's one thing for me to, like, set aside time to do a podcast, but I ain't got four kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> I ain't married. I don't know how you do all this. And you have a job. Like, you have a good job. It's just, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, the fact that you said, like, one, you said that, you know, loving an addict is almost as hard as being in addiction because it's like you're kind of on the outside, but you're also... And I'm very never, much engulfed. <laughs> yeah, I've never battled it, but sometimes I'm like, I think it's hard because I deal with the consequences without, you know, <laughs> any, you know. Yeah. Well, I've, um, I've, I've actually interviewed several Hope Center students and graduates and um, staff and like Teen Challenge, which people are familiar with that, but those are all uh, like residential addiction recovery mm-hmm. centers. Um, is that actually how you got connected to Compassion Church was through the Hope Center? Uh, no, actually, I had went to a church that I had church hurt from, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to find another church, if I was going to, and I would visit because my 13-year-old, uh, he wanted to, you know, he would still talk about church and stuff. So every once in a while, we would visit a church, and we went to Compassion. Um, I've seen it on Facebook. And at the end of the service, they spoke about the different outreach ministries they had. It was Sidewalk Sunday School, the Hope Center, which the Women's Center wasn't here at the time, um, mm-hmm. and a couple other things. And I was like, oh, my God, like, they go there and sit, like, that's, most churches turn their nose up and they're like, <laughs> and like, okay, this is my church. And I have, ne- like, we haven't stopped going since then. Um, and I was very drawn to the Hope Center prior um I had no idea what my life was going to entail and I kept like thinking like why am I so like drawn to this hope center thing like you know like I had no experience in it no um you know like I didn't have a story with it and I just I didn't understand why I felt like it meant so much to me and how like I wanted to be a part of it um and little did I know like less than a year later um that you know my husband was an addict and I had no idea. And, you know, then he ended up going to the Hope Center and it was like, huh, like, you know, that <laughs> it's just crazy how God like opens your eyes up to things. And then you're like, oh, wow. but that's what it's about. <laughs> it's like, I had absolutely zero clue. So. Wow. Yeah. Well, I actually, I, I wasn't sure how you got connected with it. So that, that makes so much sense as far as like why you stuck with it, because it's one thing to see something from the outside and be like, okay, they have a lot of stuff going on. I'm very intrigued by this, but it's like, once you start seeing the fruit of it, um, and that's something that I've seen with like various ministries within the church. And um, again, for anybody who's listening that is not familiar with the Hope Center or with Compassion, uh, Compassion has multiple locations all over the country. I think there's even some in other countries and Hope Center is, uh, I guess you would say, like it's kind of under the umbrella of Compassion Church. And it really helps people, men and women, who are battling with addiction. And it allows them to see freedom, not just from something that they feel like they've been succumbed to, but also freedom in Christ and in a new life. And even if those of us, like if, even if we have not been uh, classified in like, addiction in a sense of like drugs, alcohol, like those are the two that most people say. I tell people all the time, I'm in recovery from mm-hmm. people pleasing, yeah. <laughs> from social media, from like, you know, just wanting to be liked and like 
like all of these things. So it's just like, we're all in recovery from something. And do you guys ever go to celebrate recovery? I have done celebrate recovery a few times. Okay. And Rachel, have you done it? Um, I started it. Tommy J was leading one and I felt like it wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I say that because this might sound the wrong way, but I don't have any giant, like, like Tommy Joe said, childhood traumas or adult traumas or whatever. Like there's been things obviously that has happened to me or situations I have been in that I deal with still, but not, not in that aspect. I felt like it kept ass. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. I, <laughs> I totally get it. Like, you know, it, and it may not be. I don't want to sound bad about it. Cause I think it's a great program. It just wasn't for me. Right. And that's, and that's totally fine. I mean, you got like, AA and NA and those are like 12-step programs and then Celebrate Recovery is like a Christ-centered 12-step program but um but it really deals with they call it like hurts habits and hang-ups is that right yep <laughs> so yeah so it's not just about addiction but like you know if you have any hurts if you have some habits that are just like you know eating away eating away at you whatever then it just kind of helps to be freed from those and you know it's just like I think that especially if you've been um, raised in church. And of course my podcast is church talks, not because it's all about church, but because my last name is church. And a lot of the episodes and a lot of my people, we talk about church stuff. And I think that there is a lot of conversations going on about what we would call church as in like, um, like organized religious services and buildings and groups of people. But honestly, it's like, if you claim to follow Jesus in any capacity, then you're a part of the church. And I think that we should all be celebrating recovery of each other, like from anything that we're going through. So like Rachel, regardless of, you know, what you have going on, what you don't have going on, whatever, it's like, we are celebrating each other and like championing each other in every season of life. Cause like we've got highs and lows of, relationships and whether it be like romantic relationships or family or coworkers or, you know, whatever, you know, you guys, your friends, it's a relationship and y'all probably had some highs and lows. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or do y'all only have highs? Have y'all ever like gotten in like a fight? It's been a long time. <laughs> we did. I think we've really only gotten in one fight and it was a long time ago. Like so stupid. It was like an ex boyfriend from high school. Oh yeah, he did not like. And, that is not where that. Yeah, it was just. <laughs> huh? I said we did not like the same guy though. That's not where that conversation. Was going. I was like, did yeah, y'all no, break girl code? <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. Well, hey, if you've only had one and it was like that far long ago, like that's that's incredible. That's impressive. Yeah, we're just very, like, opposite, where Tommy Joe is very non-confrontational, and mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, uh-uh, let's talk about it, mm-hmm. and so it just, it evens our friendship out very nicely. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> I think I'm more of the, you know, have y'all ever heard of, like, the attachment types? Like, you've got yeah. personality types, and there's attachment types, so I am very much, like, an avoidant attachment type <laughs> Tommy Joe is that you yeah <laughs> and Rachel you are um not you are probably a more like secure attachment well or, I'm codependent on Tommy Joe I was gonna say maybe okay. you're anxious there's an anxious uh attachment as well so I don't know I ain't trying to like diagnose you but I can tell that we are we are different in our attachment types and that's beautiful can you imagine if everybody was just like us <laughs> I wouldn't like it. So I've got I've got another question, and we're gonna we'll wrap this thing up soon, shortly, because I know y'all got you know lives and kids to go home to whatever. We've only had seventeen thousand technical <laughs> difficulties in this episode, so right. I'm gonna do a really good job of trying to edit this all together 
And for people who are listening that it sounds like it's all perfectly put together, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, it has not been. <laughs> we found a few, but it's okay. We're making it work. So I want to know from both of you, and either of you can answer first, I want to know what has been uh, like something in your life and you can call it like a lesson. You can call it like God's revealing something to you. But just in the last like two to three weeks, like what is something that you are learning or seeing uh, that is just kind of transforming the way you think, the way you live, the way you treat people? Like, is there something that you can think of just in the last two or three weeks that that's been, it's been happening? I would say kind yeah. of, but I earlier. Sorry, Rachel, I went first this time. Oh, go, ahead. go TJ, go. <laughs> Just like, like I said earlier, like realizing, you know, the battles that we face to look at them as, like I said, lessons or whatever, but to use that to grow and through this last battle that we are facing, I got connected to a lady that had that not have happened, we wouldn't have been connected and she has literally been um, like I've literally never, like I have good friends. I have best friends like Rachel, but I've never had someone that can look at me and say, I've been there and actually care about what I'm going through and can, um, be, what's the word I'm looking for? Like I had a good word in my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like to actually not only just care, but to, really be transparent and help me understand my feelings and um, my boundaries and things like that. And to be able to move forward, it's just like, I'm so thankful for her. Um, And, you know, she's the same way. Like (laughs) she wouldn't have the heart for me had she not went through what she's been through. Um, And I hope that one day I'm able to do that for somebody else. And, you know, every time that we, we face these battles, it's like I said, it's a, it's a learning curve and how am I going to do things differently? How, like, how am I going to get stronger? And, and I have been praying like for something and God sent me a somebody and I just, I'm so thankful for that. That's awesome. Rachel, I know you tried to like interject too and (laughs) Um, yeah, so this, uh, I'm glad that you asked this question because, um, so I can be a a very confident person, um, at the same time, depending on the day, I can be, like, so insecure, (laughs) and so sometimes I have these spurts where, um, I'm, like, feeling so lonely and, like, why does everybody else have kids and families? And I just have a dog, Goose. Like, he's so <laughs> stupid half the time. <laughs> like, he's the dumbest dog, but he's so sweet. Um, His name is Goose? Noodle, so explains it. His name is Goose. Dog named Goose, yes. I did Goose. not name him. Okay. Yes. I love it, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. It, it, it works. So, okay. trust me, if I could have changed it, I would have. Um, (laughs) anyways, so yeah, I have my dog named Goose and it's just me. And, you know, when people ask me like, oh, are you married? You got kids? I'm like, yes, I'm married to Jesus. And depending on the week, I have 20 to 40 kids, depending on how many (laughs) come to you. (laughs) (laughs) So I started saying that and people just look at me like they, they don't know what to say back. And, um, I laugh, but anyways. I was doing um, a Bible study the other night, and one of the questions was saying how, um, like, do you feel like God's punishing you for something? And I was like, well, yeah, I feel like maybe God's punishing me for my the sins of my past ways or whatever, and maybe that's why I'm alone. And then obviously it go on to goes on to tell me, you know, obviously God's not punishing me. He he wants the best for me. He forgives me. Like, you have to forgive yourself, you know, and so on. And I was like, mm, maybe instead of it being a punishment, maybe it's a reward. I never thought of it that way, but that's kind of a joke, kind of not. So what I'm thinking I, right now. I, uh, <laughs> in other the reward also is protection. That too, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a better word for what I just said. 
um, maybe he is protecting me um, until the right time. But at the same time, I want to point out that a lovely couple at church that filled in for Jeff Lynch Sunday, they were Dan and Kay. I don't know their last name, but they were so sweet. And they made a point that I've never heard before, you know, for the, the topic's been on marriages and relationships. Okay, I don't have one of those. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is not for me. And then they go on and they're like, okay, this is for the single people and, you know, the youth and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, I parked up a little bit. And they're like, your job right now, you know, you're not stuck like the rest of us. Your job yeah. right now yeah. is to chase God and pursue God with everything you have. And when you're doing that, you're going to look to the right and you're going to look to the left. And whoever's running with you, chasing yeah. after God, that's who you choose from as your partner. And I was like, dang, I like that. I've never thought of that before. Like, That's instead so of looking good. behind me, you know, people that aren't equally yoked and stuff like that, because I have a problem, I try to make these, um, what is that word? You're like, uh, it's okay, I'll, you know, they'll be fine, they'll catch up. No, like, don't <laughs> do that. It never works out. So anyways, I truly believe that uh, my goal right now, what Jesus wants for me is to chase after him faster than I've chased anything else. And eventually, when the time is right, he will send someone my way. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. So awesome. Yeah. I've got a few more questions. These are kind of like rapid-fire questions because y'all have, have put so much meat in this episode, so much substance and good conversation. And so we're going to kind of end on some lightheartedness and random questions. Are y'all ready? Okay. Yeah. Should I, should I ask you individually your names or should you just blurt it out whoever has an answer first? Um, do it individually because we're going to say stuff at the same time. <laughs> You're right. You are definitely right. Okay. What's your favorite holiday, TJ? July 4th. Okay. Rachel? Christmas! <laughs> what if you want Christmas in July? Then you have like. Well, the July best 5th Christmas. is my birthday, so July 4th is equally my birthday. Okay. Now we know. TJ, what's your birthday? Yeah. November 12th. November 12th. All right. So November 12th, July 5th. Everybody listening, make sure y'all give them a birthday shout out because <laughs> I'm going to put their Facebook information on here if anybody wants to follow them. Okay. So, Rachel, what is an <laughs> unpopular opinion that you have? unpopular opinion Ooh, come back to me <laughs> okay tj what's an unpopular opinion you have i i have no idea <laughs> dang is that really that hard can you give question? us an example yeah. oh my gosh um yes like my um or one of my unpopular opinions because i have many um is that pineapple on pizza is amazing Oh, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people do not, so it's unpopular. Oh, so that's one. I don't like hot sauce. I don't understand people that like their mouths being on fire. Weird to me. So weird. <laughs> okay, never that's, a, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Okay, cool. I, I love some Texas Pete, man. Mm-mm. All right. TJ, do you have one or no? I guess the only thing I can think of that just popped in my head was I don't like like scary stuff like horror movies or haunted trails or anything like I think it's so crazy that people want to have be like scared to have fun like that makes no sense to me Look, and you and I are rowing in the same boat on that one I can't what? I can't stand it I can't even I like the concept of that like what uh-uh. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it <sighs> moving on okay do you brush your teeth with cold water or warm water cold Rachel oh <laughs> um <laughs> So, actually, (laughs) I don't know why, but I always use, like, I I rinse my brush off at first with cold water so it's fresh and cold, but then I Mm -hmm. use hot water. I don't know why I do that. Wow. So, do you have, like, a faucet where there's two different handles, or do you have to, like, switch the one handle to, like, the left and right? No, I have two separate. Wow. Okay, so you actually turn the cold on, and then you switch and I just let water. the hot water, I let it run. I rinse my mouth out with hot water, too. I don't know why. <laughs> I have never heard <laughs> I also, 
put the milk in before the cereal. What? So, <laughs> yeah, I don't you? want soggy cereal. I want it crisp and crunchy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, TJ, you said that you brush yours with cold water. Mm-hmm. Do you eat cereal? I- <laughs> Do you put your cereal in first? Yes, my cereal. <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure. I'm, I don't, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to go from that. I'm fanning myself right now. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right, TJ, what is your favorite genre of music? Oh, that depends on the day. I do like um, country music, and uh-huh. I like Christian music mainly. Um, like what kind of Christian? Like Caleb or like yes. Maverick? Oh yeah, like all of that, all the new stuff. I don't all like. I don't like that. Okay. I like Fine sound radio on my Alexa because I don't really listen to the radio. Same. <laughs> Does anybody listen to the radio anymore? I do every once in a while. Like, if I'm driving really fast, like normal, (laughs) and I don't have a lot of time to, like, look down for a split second because I'm driving that fast, I just put the radio on to to Caleb or something. I mean, how fast are you driving? (laughs) Always at least 10 miles over. Oh, and that's too fast to, like, find music, like, on a a Spotify or something? Like, it's... Winding roads and stuff in neighborhoods with small children. Yeah, it's not the best. <laughs> okay, I got you. Oh, wait. Speaking of, are, are y'all Spotify or Apple? Apple. Spotify. TJ, we're going to pray for you. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to bring you. That might as well be like you using an Android phone. <laughs> uh, really, though. <laughs> Even though it is Apple, but it's like, no, Spotify is where it's at. That's Yeah. That's facts. All right, so uh, Rachel, finish this sentence. If I was not afraid, I would. Oh my gosh, I would be a motivational speaker and travel the world being a boss, wearing a different blazer every time and new high heels every time. Oh my God, that's high amazing. pony to Jesus. High pony to Jesus. <laughs> TJ, power pony. <laughs> If I was not afraid, if I were TJ and I was not afraid, no, what would you do? I would, I don't even know. Why do you have such hard I don't know. I have no idea. Well, you would, if you weren't afraid, you would answer this question. That's, right. that's, that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. All right. Two more. What is your favorite scent, TJ? Um, blueberry and lemon lavender. Okay. And Rachel? What? Um, my favorite scent is like orange blossom or like lemon apple cinnamon sugar stuff. Wow, or Christmas are- trees. <laughs> y'all are so fruity and then we throw in Christmas trees. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last question for both of you. And either of you can answer this first. If you could travel to anywhere and do anything tomorrow, what would it be? Vacation in the tropicals anywhere with clear water and hot. Got it. (laughs) Yeah. I would um, go steal all of, um, oh my gosh, what is that rich person's name? The weird name. Which one? The Tesla guy. Elon Musk. I would go steal all his money and become <laughs> him, but better, like more God, like godly. So you're going to steal his money, but you're going to be more godly. <laughs> yeah. Like I would do good with it. He's stupid. <laughs> He's not, if he hears me, come, come at me, bro. Come at me. <laughs> hey, look. Jesus, God, has, Jesus has my back. God knows our hearts. We're going to steal from people, but with the best intentions, because we're going to use it for good and for God's glory. Maybe cut his name out. (laughs) (laughs) If somebody listens to my podcast who has any type of relationship with Elon Musk, like, please talk to me. Please. Maybe. Yeah. I will interview him next. Thank you. Okay. Yes. That would be great. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. Are there any last thoughts that y'all want to say? Any, any last like inspirational statements, um, any encouragements, anything that you just want to like, be like, okay, if I have like one thing that I want to say to the rest of humanity, because everybody listens to church talk podcast, (laughs) church talk podcast, it would be this. Do y'all have anything? I don't think so. My earbuds are about to die. <laughs> All right. That, that's wrapping us up right there. Yeah. But TJ, you got anything? Um, I would say I don't really know. So, <laughs> so then we're going to go with a no. And because Rachel's Sorry. earbuds are about, to, are about to die. And that'll be one more technical difficulty we have to work out. Find you a best friend and hang on to them. Yes. Yeah, every TJ needs a Rachel, and every Rachel needs a TJ. Oh, and every Kiff needs a TJ and Rachel together. Because literally, like, I wouldn't know either of you if I didn't know one of you. That makes no sense. (laughs) No, we're a package deal. It makes 100% sense. Yeah, it's true. I'm going to also go out on a whim and ask the girl on the stage, to speak again because you never know what can happen when you let fear get in your way yes so true and also shout out so rachel you said you're going to be the speaker for march um at march 26 yes march 26 at compassion danville at 6 p.m rachel's going to be speaking mm-hmm. i can guarantee you tj going to be there i'm going to be there everybody else needs to be there if you are of the female persuasion like, I think that's the only criteria is that you got to be a woman. But all right. Well, thank you all so much for being on this episode and just for being real and being fun. God, y'all are so much fun. I can't wait to hang out with y'all again. And uh, I love y'all so much. Love and I love I, you. I love all of my listeners. So thank you again for listening to another episode of Church Talks. Hey, before you guys leave and start listening to another episode of Church Talks, could you take 10 or 15 seconds and just go on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening and click follow or subscribe or like or the plus sign, whatever it is where you're listening. Uh, That would mean a ton to me. And that way you'll never miss episodes when they're coming out on the weekends. Thank you so much, as always, for listening and supporting and subscribing and following. I love you guys so much.